Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. All right, Flyover family, we talk a lot about wake up, speak up, and show up, and I don't know anybody that's done that no more kidding. and been more effective <laughs> uh, than than our next guest. She's a former operative with Project Veritas, yep. kind of been there and done Brilliant that. Mind. Understands every angle of the political platforms that are that are taking place in the world today. One of the most active and uh, best uses of your time mm-hmm. on Twitter, uh, as well as to follow and author of the book, Loomered, the one, the only, Laura Loomer. Yeah. Yay. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Yes. I love it. I'm going to put this up here. You you tend to see everything going on like like if this was a if the world right now was an NFL game, you're like uh you know like Tony Romo or somebody that that's that's calling it and he knows everything that every player is thinking all the time before they even snap the ball. Like you have that in insight, not even just to what people are doing, but almost you you understand their intentions and motives, and right. so you can you can predict what they're about to do, mm-hmm. which almost makes it look like you can see around corners and predict the future a little bit. But your insight is uncanny. Uh, well, thank you. I I would agree. It's too bad that I don't have that same insight for the uh, the lottery numbers. You know, or else I'd be flying to. <laughs> I'd be flying all over the country selecting uh, the grocery stores where I could purchase the winning number. But but yeah, no, look, last time you guys had me on your uh, your podcast, right, I was I was telling your viewers and your audience uh, that Ron DeSantis was not having just a simple, innocent book tour, but instead it was um, a shadow presidential campaign. Mm-hmm. And I told them exactly yep. what he was going to do. And I believe if you go and you play back the episode from the last time I was on, I said that he'd be, he'd be filing at the end of May. And that's exactly what happened and, you know, called it to the T mm-hmm. and, you know, really, um, I'm not, I'm not a psychic, right? It's just the re the, the way I'm mm-hmm. able to do this is because I ran for Congress twice as an America first Republican, and I've been doing conservative investigative journalism for about 12 years now. I got my career started working with Project Veritas at James with James O'Keefe and, you know, years of doing this. And also when you insert yourself into these people's uh, playground, I guess you could call it when you are yourself running for office, mm-hmm. you really get to see the inner workings uh, from another level that the public doesn't get to see. Mm-hmm. And it, then it finally hits you that no, right, my enemy isn't just the Democrat Party. No, the enemy isn't just Joe Biden. But it's within our own party, right? The right. enemy is people like Kevin McCarthy, and probably 99% of elected Republicans in Congress mm-hmm. who are just as bad as, you know, 100% or 99% of the Democrats in Congress and the Senate. And you've had some big tweets about that. In fact, you talked about McCarthy and uh, fundraising and green light to actually fundraise for particular candidates, which was interesting. So you can actually make sure you're following uh, Laura on Twitter. That's uh, really important. But talk a little bit about there, that as well. They've got a Substack featured on that as well. Yeah. So so you just there's some, yeah. some scorched earth on this issue. Yeah. So right before coming on uh, your show, I actually just published this article today and uh, it's on my Substack uh, where people can subscribe at lauralumer.substack.com. Uh, basically, there was a fundraiser that took place in California last week uh, for uh, Ron DeSantis and Ron DeSantis flew out and had a max dollar uh, fundraiser. So 
you know, the new, the new limit, it changes every single year, of course, but the new maximum limit that you can donate to a candidate in a cycle, whether it be a primary or a general until they win the general, of course, or win the primary, and then you can double your contribution is $3,300. And so this wasn't simply just, oh, come listen to Ron DeSantis speak. No, this was give a maximum donation if you want to enter the room. And 60 mm. donors came and donated $3,300 to Ron DeSantis. And uh, the two individuals who you put the Substack back on the screen who hosted uh, this fundraiser are key McCarthy donors who, of course, um, you know, look to uh, look to the speaker, Speaker McCarthy, uh, for approval before they mm -hmm. give money to uh, to candidates. And you see that uh, with these two donors who who contributed, you can keep on scrolling and then you'll be able to see the names of them. OK, um, you know, one of the one of the donors name is uh, Richard Spencer, uh, who owns a construction company. And the other individual is uh, John Harris. And uh, speaking with a uh, America first pro-Trump uh, Republican candidate for Congress who ran against another candidate named uh, John Duarte in this area in California, he said that when he approached these two donors back in 2022 to uh -huh. donate to his own campaign, they said, oh, uh, one of them declined to have a meeting with him. And then the other one said, oh, no, sorry, um, uh, I can't donate to any candidates until I get approval for Kevin McCarthy. And mm. so you see that they would not be donating right to these other candidates, which include Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, pretty much every GOP challenger except uh, anybody named Donald Trump, unless they had approval for Kev for and from Kevin McCarthy. And uh, all the receipts are there. All the documentation is there. You can see that uh, these individuals have a longstanding history of donating to Kevin McCarthy, who has yet to endorse uh, President Trump for re-election. It's kind of the elephant in the room, right? And you see Kevin McCarthy <laughs> kind of entertain this ridiculous uh, friendship, right? Or um, uh, working relationship with people oh. like Marjorie Taylor Greene, mm -hmm. who pretends to be such a uh, Trump advocate. And yet if Marjorie Taylor Greene is so pro Kevin McCarthy, and if he's so great, like she said, when she was promoting him as hard as she did for the Speaker of the House run, mm -hmm. well, then how come Kevin McCarthy hasn't endorsed uh, Donald Trump? Why is Kevin McCarthy's son, yeah. Connor McCarthy, working for a big tech investor who just held a fundraiser for Ron DeSantis? That That's, is a great so, question. So we can't get into his mind and like assert uh, uh, intent, mm -hmm. you know, and, and and motive in this. But like from a political standpoint, you know exactly how this would work. Just like, you know, break it down, you know, wrestling moves in a MMA or something. It's like, this is the move. This is the counter move. Right. Why, why would he be doing this? Is he, well, you know, uh, like, like, is he playing the future? And what's his, what's his yeah. motive here? So Kevin McCarthy knows that he can't just outwardly come out and endorse Ron DeSantis or any of the other candidates because, right, he he barely became Speaker of the House in a very contentious bid that had to take 15 votes, right, uh, with phone calls uh, from President Trump on the floor of the House during the voting process. If you recall that photo of Marjorie Taylor Greene yeah. shoving mm -hmm. her cell phone in the face of other representatives that were no votes, right, on Kevin McCarthy. And so he knows that he does not have an overwhelming majority in uh, the House right now if he were to start attacking Donald Trump. So what he's doing instead is he's launching a subversive 
attack through the donor class and through his own son's relationship with big tech investors and, and people in Silicon Valley to try to financially destabilize <laughs> President Trump's campaign as he's under assault with legal fees and legal attacks, indictments and arrests, uh, which seem to be taking place on a weekly basis. And of course, that's going to drain President Trump's uh, coffers because he's going to have a lot of money that's being spent on legal fees, right? And, and combating mm -hmm. uh, this witch hunt against him. So uh, that's what's happening here. And then I do believe that you will eventually see, you know, Kevin McCarthy come out uh, with uh, a full-blown endorsement and support for uh, Ron DeSantis. Friends like that, you don't need enemies. Exactly. Exactly. Like why it just doesn't make any sense if Kevin McCarthy supports President Trump and he's trying to, you know, expunge now mm -hmm. uh, the record of the impeachment from the from the floor of the House. And if he's so appalled by Alvin Bragg, as he says, and if he thinks that this is so unfair and unjust, why won't he endorse President Trump? And no. now why are his donors who only give money upon his request to certain candidates mm -hmm. hosting fundraisers? I mean, these people are not stupid, okay? We're talking about people who are millionaires and billionaires, okay, who have a lot to lose depending on their political associations. And so uh, these are these are direct orders from Kevin McCarthy or direct approvals um, without Kevin McCarthy having to be the one to say it directly out of his own mouth. Let's talk a little bit more about Ron DeSantis. You actually had your cameraman and a reporter that was talking to or trying to talk to a lobbyist uh, that actually gave money to Ron DeSantis that is a big part of the pharmaceuticals. Talk a little bit about that as well. Yeah. So uh, on Friday evening, Ron DeSantis was in Washington, D.C. Uh, and this is really important for your viewers, right? Because you, your viewers uh, in particular are Christian conservatives, right? Yep. So this, this is something that all of them need to really pay attention to. Uh, all the candidates right, spoke at the Faith and Freedom uh, Coalition Conference in Washington, D.C., which is an event uh, that is heavily focused around Christian conservative causes and the Christian agenda here in America. And so uh, Ron DeSantis was invited to speak and President Trump was the keynote on um, on Saturday. And um, uh, just hours after Ron DeSantis got done speaking, he actually had a fundraiser in Washington, D.C. at the law office of one of the lawyers who represents Dominion. And uh, one of the co-hosts of this uh, fundraiser is a guy named Mark Lampkin. And this was actually uh, reported weeks prior, right, because it sparked so much controversy because Mark Lampkin is a lobbyist for Moderna, which is one of the main manufacturers of the COVID-19 vaccine. But even worse, he's a manufacturer for another pharmaceutical company called AbbVie which is a producer of the child castration drug yeah. called Lupron. And so you have Ron DeSantis, who likes to pretend like he's an advocate for parental rights. When he spoke to these Christians at the Faith and Freedom Coalition uh, conference, he said that he was against child mutilation. He referred to the transitioning of children as child mutilation, which is true. It is child it is. mutilation. Yep. So if you if you really do believe that, then why, right? Why, Ron DeSantis, are you taking donations from the pharmaceutical companies and the lobbyists that are pushing for this uh, assault on children and child castration? So it was just more hypocrisy. And so I sent my cameraman to Washington, D.C. with questions that, you know, I wrote. And uh, we 
we uh, we ambushed right mm-hmm. these lobbyists and attendees of the event as they showed up. And in this four minute clip that you're showing on um, camera, there uh, Lampkin uh, refused to answer questions, uh, but he did admit to supporting Ron DeSantis. And then we filmed mm-hmm. him, of course, walking in. Um, mm-hmm. But it's unbelievable. You know, I call Ron DeSantis con DeSantis because it seems like he's just running a massive con job on on all the voters trying to pretend like he's an ally uh, and and a parental rights advocate when he's taking money from people that want to butcher your kids. Well, Laura, I just want to thank you for the work that you do because you bring these things to light. And um, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to say, I think DeSantis is a good guy or a bad guy because I think that's kind of irrelevant. He's a bot guy Mm -hmm. and, and that he has very few options of what he can do and what he cannot do. And more than anything else right now, it's very clear we need someone in Washington, D.C. that can go in there and flip the tables, yep. that that can call balls and strikes, that can clean this mm-hmm. thing up. And I think there's nothing that scares the left more than four years of Donald Trump with nothing to lose. Yeah. And uh, I just I don't think DeSantis or I don't care who Kid Rock. I don't think anybody is prepared to go in and do what needs to be done, regardless of who they are and what they're about like Donald Trump. And mm-hmm. I thank you for bringing up, bringing this to light. Um, you say in your Twitter profile, one of your things is you always have the receipts. And I think that's an understatement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It should be capitalized because you do not speak without having something no. to back it up. And that is yeah. such a rare thing in this space today. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's true. And uh, I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's important. It's, it's easy to just report something. And there's a lot of people out there, even on our own side, where if you write an article, they'll say, oh, well, I don't know. There's so much fake news out there unless I see it with my own eyes. So that's why I put an effort into, you know, raising funds so that I can either myself or send my own uh, camera team out uh, to go get these people on camera so that people mm-hmm. can see with their own eyes because there's no denying video. Anybody can yep. write anything, but when you actually see it on camera, yep. it's undeniable. And so um, if people want to support my work, uh, they can go to my website, loomerd.com, and they can donate to support my investigative journalism, or they can subscribe to my Substack. Um, it is free, uh, but you can upgrade your subscription for $7 a month or $70 a year. So I can keep on you know, exposing, exposing these people and bringing you the truth. That is a way that we can speak up and show up. And we just really, really appreciate everything that you're doing, Laura. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. God bless. Thank you. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the goal. You know, the, you know, the thing we will shut you down. We will cite you. And if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you to jail. Period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread the light to the rest of the world. 
All right, folks, the box fan plan is no longer needed. We're bringing the Reawakened America Tour Las Vegas, Nevada indoors, baby. We've got a climate controlled, beautiful facility that we are building at the beautiful Craig Ranch, which is seven miles north of the Trump International Hotel. So if you're there and you want it to go well and you don't like the box fan plan, I get it. We now have a climate-controlled indoor facility that will be constructed and built there at the Craig Ranch, seven miles north of Trump uh, International Hotel, Las Vegas, Nevada. So stay at the Trump International, Las Vegas, Nevada, and then you'll be staying in a climate-controlled climate-controlled facility uh, located there at uh, uh, Craig Ranch. And one one good thing you can do, though, if you did buy a box fan, a great vocal exercise that I like to do before every show is this. La, 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 Luke, Luke, I am your father. La, 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 la. There is no reasonable doubt that President Biden was an active participant in an unlawful international influence peddling scheme. My name is Lieutenant General Mike Flynn, and whatever you may think about President Donald J. Trump or his recent federal indictment, the speed of the investigation and the breadth of the indictment is breathtaking compared to the inaction for comparable crimes allegedly committed by Hillary Clinton. We did not find clear evidence. The incredible slow walking of the investigation of Hunter Biden and Attorney General Merrick Garland's refusal to appoint a special prosecutor to investigate Joe Biden's role in the Biden family's international influence peddling scheme. Does any reasonable human being believe that Joe never discussed Hunter's business with Hunter? or that Joe did not know anything about a scheme that so far has ensnared at least nine close Biden family relatives. It was reported recently that Hunter will plead guilty to two tax misdemeanors and defer a gun reporting offense with no prison time and the right to have his record partially expunged after two years. Good thing Hunter is a white dude and oh yeah, being the son of a president also helps. It's not just a stark contrast between use of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, FARA, to go after five Trump associates, including yours truly, before FARA is ignored when exploring Hunter's activities for Ukraine and China, or the contrast between aggressive prosecutions of pro-life protesters compared to the past given to abortion rights protesters, or the horribly disproportionate treatment of January 6th protesters compared to the left-wing protesters who destroyed billions of dollars of property and killed more than two dozen Americans. Rather, it is all of these things. Either Democrats, Republicans, progressives, conservatives, and centrists should be subject to equally fierce investigations and prosecutions, or they should all be subject to neither. Either we have the rule of law or not. The provision that every American is entitled to a presumption of innocence 
unless, of course, you're a conservative who supports Trump. And much of what is known of the Biden family crime organization is alleged. There is powerful evidence that Joe Biden committed multiple felonies as a co-conspirator in an international Biden family fraud and racketeering scheme, regardless of whether he personally received bribes or not. This isn't over, and Americans of every stripe, faith, and class better wake up to the fact that we have two completely different sets of laws in America. family join me every wednesday for the prophetic report at 11 11 central you can find it on rumble you can find it on the flyover app we have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like robin bullock julie green barry wunch amanda grace and hank kuneman Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. You could buy the, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.